Welcome, everybody, to the Utah Football Fans Podcast. Tonight, it's just Bryn and Gary. We're missing James tonight. He is traveling for work. I know everybody thinks that this is our full-time job, <laughs> but no. Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? He does have a day job, so he is traveling. So sadly, we will miss him tonight, but... Maybe he'll join us. He might be in the chat, maybe, if he's able to. Um, we want to thank our sponsor, Thomas Orthodontics. Big thanks to him and all of his team. Make sure you look him up at thomasortho.com. And make sure you are subscribed and following and liking the video and following us on all the other social media, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Everywhere. Am I missing any and of them? And do subscribe Please and subscribe. like. That matters on the algorithms and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Give us a great review. We'd love it. Absolutely. Come on. Yeah. And if you're in the chat tonight, please make sure you're joining along. We would love a super thanks, super chat, all the good things. All right. Well, we got to talk about the game on Saturday. And first and foremost, the blackout curse during the day is broken. Now, can I just say, though, <laughs> it was kind of what happened? I thought it was military appreciation, and then it became I know the blackout or dark mode, whatever. I call it the blackout. Um, I thought it was military appreciation. They kind of combined it. Yeah. Sort of at the last second. It felt weird. It, it, was, it didn't yeah. seem well organized. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, but hey. Well, I think, from what I understand, the team votes on the uniform combo every week. So I don't know if there was just so much pressure from the fans or from the team to just do a blackout game because we usually wait for a night game. We're not really going to get one this year unless Colorado ends up being one. But So I think they were always planning on it being the military appreciation, but then whoever decided to make it the blackout as well. I didn't love that it was combined because I felt like we didn't get to do a lot of... I didn't either. I don't know, but... And I don't love the blackout during the day, and Coach Whittingham has not allowed one of those since 2008? What? 2009. A blackout during the day. Oh. Because the last time we did it, it was that TCU game when we got destroyed. <laughs> it, it just doesn't give the same vibe. It's cool. I like I it. But at night, it, it's it's really cool in the when it's dark like that. But hey, whatever. But I was impressed with how many fans showed up in black considering it was only like two days advance. And the only way you would know is if you look at social media, which I, you know, a lot of people do, but anyways, the curse has been broken. So yay. <laughs> well, all right. Shall we talk game? Yeah, let's go to the game. Ute fans. Um, 55-3 and it wasn't even that close. <laughs> They only the only three the, the three points they got uh, came as a result of the of the return. Otherwise, they don't even score any points. So, I mean, there's not a lot to say other than we just completely dominated them, both sides of the ball. A mm -hmm. uh, couple issues on the special teams and and whatever, but hey, man, that was just a blowout. It felt good. I got to say, I loved it. Just oh, to relax yeah. and enjoy it for for once. Yeah, and 
especially obviously because of what had happened the week before. But I was talking to someone in my neighborhood yesterday and his observation was interesting about how the week before when we're getting blown out, fans left in the third quarter. Well, then on Saturday, we're dominating and still fans left in the third quarter. But I thought that is interesting because I loved it. I love just sitting back the fourth quarter. It was a gorgeous day just sitting there, not having to be nervous, just getting to enjoy it. Beautiful like, day. That's the stuff you you ask for. So I don't know why people left on Saturday. I get why people left the Oregon game early, but leaving on Saturday, I, I don't know. I stayed to the bitter end. I know you did. Hey, here's though, here's the one thing I will say. Now maybe you've heard Wit and some of the players say this in in their press conferences and I I think it's it's absolutely true. It was something I I was thinking about but not in these words, but when they said when they would say don't let the team or the same team beat you twice. Yeah. In other words, okay, we got blown out. Oregon dominated us, but they had to get over it so that there's not this hangover and feeling bad about yourself and all that kind of stuff that can happen. Anyone that's played sports knows it can happen. So when we came out and completely destroyed ASU, to me that was just, that was a great sign. It shows a lot of character, and there's no time to mope. There's just from week to week there's too many games, but I found that reply to our blowout us getting blown out. I thought that was a great reply. It showed a lot of character what our teams made of. Mm-hmm. Well, it's perfect. You can't ask for anything better, especially considering that ASU had beat who they beat? Washington State? Yeah. The week before, and they've been holding teams really closely. So to then be able they to barely lost to Washington, by the I way, seven fifteen. I know. I still I can't, which I can't get quite figure all of that out. But week to week, it's so different. But to come out and just completely dominate and really, like you said, they only had their three points because we let them run back so far on us. Yeah, kickoff. we gave them we gave them three points on the return. Yeah. Otherwise, now I'm. I would imagine most people heard the stats, and stats can get boring. <laughs> And so you don't want to overdo it, whatever. That's not what this show's about. <laughs> but you have to talk about them. But I'm not sure. Do you realize, for instance, we gained 513 yards. That's a lot of yards. I've missed that this year, <laughs> gaining that many they yards. They gained the entire game 83 yards of offense. Now think about that. I, I mean, their passing game... They passed for 40 yards. <laughs> and they're rushing. Um, they rushed for 43 yards. That's so <laughs> that is so the domination was unbelievable. But it was the same offensively. Uh-huh. Um, even when we had our twos and threes come in at the end of the game, uh, they just kept the they just kept it rolling. Now I know we knocked out. There's their starting quarterback. Well, I have no mercy about that. I'm sorry. I don't really care. <laughs> That's not an excuse. Cameron, he was talking about Nate Johnson. Yeah. On that one run. Yeah. But but that reminded me. So when Johnson ran that ball and he broke open. Now, we all know that he's extremely fast. Mm-hmm. 
what amazed me is he, to me, I'm watching, and it was like he was almost jogging, and like, he was still pulling away. Like that's not his full speed. Now, I don't think he had it on. The afterburners were not on. He was just Jeez. he was just rolling, and he was pulling away. I thought that was impressive, but yeah, from start to finish, whoever was on that field. Now, I know some local rider was having a cow over should we have not scored. Uh, well, you're handing the ball off up the up the middle of the line. If you can't stop that, well, I'm sorry. What well, do you want us to do, take a knee for three uh, a quarter? Yeah, that's honestly what that's he so said. That's so stupid. That's what, that's what some people on social media were saying, this local sports rider included, saying they was so off color to run it and score a touchdown in the fourth quarter when we're already winning. But yet you don't just take a knee. Like there was, I don't know. And Whittingham even said it was like our third and fourth string guys. Yeah. And the thing that I really do like, and I have respect for ASU's coach, Dillingham, is that his name? Mm -hmm. He even said, someone brought that up. He's like, well, it's our job to stop it. If we can't stop it, then what can you do? We didn't run it up. No. We weren't trying to run it up. We weren't trying to do it. We were just, you had your second and third string guys in there. Charlie Vincent runs it. He scores a touchdown. Great. What can you do? And the whole point of putting your second and third string guys in there is to get the experience and get game time experience. So you're putting them in there hoping that they get to do those kinds of things, which is exactly what happened. I don't know. I, that, that I was, was, that's I a stupid take. I think it's a stupid take. So I was with James, and I, I've got to admit, so when we started the second half, I mean, I can't remember exactly when, but we were, we became pretty conservative once the game, I mean, it was over. They weren't coming back. Yeah. And then we became really conservative. That frustrated me. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I get holding back after a while, particularly maybe let's get to the fourth quarter. But for me... Barnes and the O can get as many reps as you can, particularly in the passing game, yeah. to take advantage of that. I, I, honestly, it felt like to me the entire second half we took the gas off and we still they, we still ran the ball down we their throat. Kept, so whatever. We still kept scoring. But I'm just saying, I mean, you go down, Barnes had a good game. Props to that guy. Vele had a great game. He's v- had two good games. Vele, I, he, Vele is peaking at the perfect moment. He's had two really good games back-to-back. So I hope it continues. <laughs> We're going to need him. Now, um, McLean, let's, I yes. think you mentioned that today on, on your post. Yeah. Let's talk about the two guys, King and McLean. First of all, that catch by McLean. McLean's? That was so sweet. In the end zone? In the end zone, yeah. I know you can. It's one of those you just want to keep watching over and over again because it is. We've kind of talked about this before. Sometimes when I watch college football and I see the things that receivers do, I get jealous about it because I'm like, oh, it'd be so nice if we had receivers that could make those kinds of catches. Well, dang! On Saturday we did. Big McLean, guy, that, strong guy. Just reached over the top, grabbed the ball. The ball was perfect. Touchdown. Yeah. I mean, it was like, what is that? Four inches above the the D. Who reached up. <laughs> Boom, grabbed it, brought it down. That was sweet. That was big. Huge. King made a great catch, some catches. Yeah, the one the one with King that really impressed me, I don't think it was a touchdown. It was Mm-mm. towards the end zone. 
he was like falling to the ground and had to reach for it and catch it. But then he also did have a touchdown, I believe. King. Oh, did he? I don't know. It's hard to know. We had so many touchdowns. So many TVs. <laughs> I'll say this, though, about it. Is it was good to have the tight end in the game again. Uh-huh. The, I've missed that. What, the routes he, were run, he was running, it felt like what we've had in the past. Now, I listened to Witt. I think I don't know if it was today or as a post game talking about him, and yeah, complimented him. But he says he needs to put on like another twenty twenty five pounds <laughs> in order for him to be outstanding. But the skill level and the talent, uh, I think we've got a good one in in uh-huh. him. I mean, he look at the catches he made. I like his. I like if you if you observed it, he had some attitude. He was talking some trash at the appropriate time. <laughs> I liked right it. Time. Uh, Mark Jackman, yes, Glover. Glover. He played great. I mean, Jackson played great. Now, obviously, Jackson re-injured yeah. the nagging ankle that, I mean, Witt talked about it today in his press conference that basically Jackson, that ankle, every week he rehabs it and then he kind of just sucks it up for game day and plays as long as he can until it gets so bad that he can't anymore. The one on Saturday seemed like it really hurt him, though. So I don't know if he'll if he'll be available on Saturday. He's questionable, basically. That's what Witt said today. Yeah, he's but, not out. That's a good. That's always good. Yeah, I mean everybody. I just everybody. The defense, obviously, <laughs> but even the offense, five hundred and ten yards. I know. We uh, let's see. We we. Th- through for we only threw for 161 and we rushed for th- <laughs> 352 yards so um it was beautiful i loved it it was fun it was i'm just fun. glad we took care of business i honestly i was honestly i was a bit worried going into the game mm-hmm. that i don't we've already mentioned this but man i don't know sometimes you, you can just go into a funk because all the anticipation, and then we played Oregon, and they, you know, they wiped us out, and you just, I don't know, it can it can be bad mentally, but, man, we came back, and it was sweet. I'm not saying, oh, Arizona State's a great team, but they've been in some games and very close, and yeah. if you don't play good against any team, they're going to beat you. We didn't even let breathe any air. We took it right to them, so that was sweet. No, and I, again, I'll just say – I do have respect for this coach, Dillingham. I think give him a few years, and, I mean, we're going to be continuing to play Arizona State, so it could – I just – I like his style. I like he takes ownership, he takes responsibility, no excuses. I like that. I mean, and he even has said he has so much respect for Kyle Whittingham. He wants to emulate a lot of that, which is a smart man. You should do that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Instead of going against what Kyle Whittingham, his style, you should emulate it because he's a top five coach. But so I do think in the next few years, Arizona State could be scary. I mean, oh, they're going to be good. Yeah. They'll, they'll, I think, who knows? A lot if, of changes. For those up. asking if where James is, he's traveling for work. Or maybe that is James. Are James, is that you, James, asking where James is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that James? <laughs> We're going to ignore any or it, comments. Or is it a different James? I don't know. How exciting. <laughs> so trash him. Oh, hey, Jesse. Welcome. 
But see, James is the Connor. Mc- <laughs> Don't give him that. He's no Connor McDavid of the podcasting world. My gosh. Now he's gonna, you're going to give him an ego. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, everyone's missing James' water bottle. Everyone watches the pod just to see that one moment when it's coming over. He's very upset that that's all you ever talk about with him. It's his one mistake ever. <laughs> but everyone always is so worried he's going to... They're still flop. They're still sticky. All the helmets have just been They're ruined for... Freaking, that's well, Jay- why you should be drinking Mountain Dew and it wouldn't be all over it. <laughs> I will try my very best not to spill the water. Yeah. So, okay, what else? Anything else on that game? It was fun, beautiful, great day. It was hotter than I thought it was going to be. Hey, I know, you showed up. The helicopters were cool. Oh, the helicopters. I love a flyover. Have we ever had a helicopter flyover? I don't though? know if we've had three like that. Three different. I think there were three different types. The helicopters were The sweet. Apache, I've kept my eye on. Did anybody else notice the giant hawk that was flying right above Rice Eccles? That was a great sign. In like the first quarter, I was like, ooh, this is a good omen. Yes. Yeah, I, I was it. waiting for him to like come and land on something, <laughs> but he didn't. But <laughs> no, it was great. You know, I don't, we couldn't, can't ask for anything better. And someone mentioned, I missed it, but yes, Barnes, he made some runs at some critical times that was reminiscent of Cam. When Cam on, Certain times we needed his run mm-hmm. running ability to get us some yards, first down, something like that. Barnes did do that on a drive or two that were key and critical. So, yeah, props to him. But, man, it always scares me when the QB's out running, as we've learned. I know, because he Barnes has taken a couple hits, and it does make me nervous. And we're going to talk about Caleb there, uh, Michelle, believe <laughs> oh, me. Oh, Michelle, of course we we're are. Gonna, we'll talk. <laughs> of we'll course. be talking. And I mean... Get ready, Texas Mike. We will talk about USC. I'm sure you're so excited. My drink mix? Okay, I got to do that. Oh, yeah. I'll you've do never, it live. I know. You've never mixed up your Gary cocktail. <laughs> it's all your fault. James. Welcome, James. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, oh, well. So here we go. <laughs> We're going up. The What's high... the name of the stadium up there? Husky Stadium? I think it's Husky Stadium. Is it just Husky Stadium? Saturday. Gets it is Washington. a beautiful place. Oh, it's Last so time I was pretty. there, though, it was rain drizzle the whole time. Well, yeah. My wife was sick with the flu. <laughs> but hey, we won. She rallied, though, that game. We won. We won. I've been to that stadium twice. You didn't go to that stadium. Just you went. Twice. You went. No, I've been to Husky Stadium twice, and then oh. the first time we played Washington, it was in the Seahawks Stadium. I wasn't there, but you said that was the coldest you've ever been in a stadium, which surprises me. But. That was the worst experience because it oh, was Parker K. Man, I'm jealous. It was freezing. I know anybody who's going. I'm very jealous. Jelly, uh, a, Jesse's going. I know, Jesse. My Where's his seat? I don't know, Jesse. I don't even know where he's sitting. But guess what? He just bought himself a ticket to go see the Kraken play on Saturday night against the Oilers, against Connor McDavid. Oh, so I'm a little freaks. pissed now that I'm not going. Well, okay. So the stadium <laughs> is cool. It's in the day. It's on the water. It's loud. It's raucous. And I... 
if yeah. if it starts getting away from us, that's going to be rough because it's going to it is going to be. I know it's going to be loud. Now you love you love their unis, right? I love their uniforms. I don't know why. I'm not sure. What they're they're all right. No, they're the best. No, they're not. the They best. are the best, except for Utah. Of course, Utah's my favorite, but Washington <laughs> is just my second favorite. Let's go. Jeez, the negativity is already happening in Let's the chat. Let's go here. I got it. Where do I have? The Let pessimism. me look at something here. Okay, so we're going up against Washington. <laughs> we might as well get some. Well, here's what they've done this year. Of course, they're undefeated. What are they? Nine and zero. Oh? Not is it nine? Yeah, they are nine and zero. Oh. Jeez. For your information, one and all. They blew out Boise State, 56-19. They blew out Tulsa. They slaughtered Michigan State, but that's when their coach was having all of the weird stuff happen. And get. <laughs> but nevertheless, they blew them out. They, just, they killed California. They only won by a touchdown against Arizona. But see, I say Arizona's good. We'll be talking about them. So that was only a touchdown victory. Where was it? And that was at Arizona, so that's still a good win. But... Anyway, uh, and then they barely beat Oregon, and anybody watched that game. Yeah, but they played well. That or, game. Yeah, they, that was that was that was top tier game. <clears throat> that was top tier. Hey, thank you, sweet, Greg. Baby. Beat Washington, absolutely. Beat the Huskies. Uh, but anyway, that that Oregon game, Arizona State. See, this is where it gets weird. They won, but only 15-7. to seven. Now, there was sickness. Penix was sick, and they've had a virus apparently, so what? You know, I didn't. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Suck it up and play. They beat Stanford 42-33. to 33. And then, I think maybe many of you watched, as we did, I did, when uh, they took out USC and Caleb. So that's their undefeated season. Now, so we criticize teams. Okay, they barely beat here. They barely won here. But we're still talking about talented teams. Some just aren't playing very well. They haven't come together yet. Yeah. And it's 9-0. and you got to give them props for running Yeah, it. the great teams find a way to they win. They win. They find they a have. way to win no matter what the circumstance is, no matter what happened that game. You're undefeated, so what can you do? I mean... So they, they average... Almost 42 points a game. So in nine games, they average 42 points a game. Uh, they average... See, the USC game, we can talk about that a little bit more in detail in a second, but that was, a, that was kind of an odd game for them because they're a passing team. Washington's a passing team. They're not a running team, but they ran the ball down USC's throat. Uh-huh. I think that because, because of the way defense played, but they typically average 126 yards... Um, of rushing, uh, let's see, passing average per game, 383. 383 through the air, which, okay. And they're a big, this is to me one of the, the difference between Oregon and Washington is Oregon is a lot of quick stuff. That's why Bo Nix never gets sacked. Yeah. Because most of the time the ball's out of his hand. Yeah. Really quick and all the, you know. Whereas... 
Okay. Whereas um, with Washington, they do they have deeper routes, a lot of long balls and, and stuff like that. Now, that can be an advantage to us if our D can get to them. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, and Witt alluded to this today in his press conference, is they've got a good, excellent offensive line. Mm-hmm. What did he say? There were two guards were 6'6 and 6'8, I don't know, 380 pounds, something like that. It's just they have a really good offensive line. So one of the keys to this game is I don't, I don't see him running against us for 230 yards. I, that's typically, and that's not going to be their game, but they do – they do have a lot of deep routes. It's whether our, our strength of getting to the QB, if that happens or if they stifle us there. Because if he has the time, I don't say how you can stop Penix. And they're Odense, the receiver. Anyway. <laughs> I, it's interesting because, I mean, Washington's offense – I feel about how I felt going into the USC game. I mean, they have a very, very good offense. Now, their defense, I don't feel like looked great against USC, but at the same time, USC's offense is good. So you compare that, but they're going to be hard to stop. I mean, that's just kind of the reality. I know they've had their couple of down games where they didn't score as much, but 42 points average now – what are we holding teams to like an average of what 17 or something? It was that a couple weeks ago. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is right now. Maybe someone can say in the chat, but I don't know. So, I mean, against Oregon, we couldn't stop it against USC. We could. So which it's interesting. I feel like with both Washington and Utah, we both have two teams, (laughs) That show up to play. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but their styles are different enough. See, this is where... No, like I'm saying, Utah has... If we have the team that showed up on Saturday, or do we have the team that showed up against Oregon? And Washington, will we get the team that showed up against USC, or will we get the team that showed up against ASU? And thank you, Car Wash Appreciate that. Love it. Thank you. That's what I'm saying, is I don't know who's going to show up for both sides. Hopefully, both of us show our best. You know, that's what I would hope. Or actually, I would hope Utah shows their best and Washington shows their worst. Here's what I say about that, though. <laughs> uh, yeah, did we play our best ball? No, against Oregon, I'm saying. But yeah. I'm, I'm honestly, yeah, we could have done better, but a lot of that has, you have to, to me, I give props to Oregon. That's true. They're, Oregon is at a different level yes. than ASU. Oregon, in my view, could win it all if they get in. I That's agree. how good they are. I agree. So I think... We should have played better, but our margin of error is very thin, and we just weren't ready for the task. But what I'm trying to say, and I, maybe there's some disagreement, Pete, maybe someone agrees, but their offenses, as far as skill, yeah, there's a bunch of skill, but their offenses are different. Uh, for instance, uh, Odunze is their number one receiver. He averages 110 yards a game. And then Polk averages almost 100 yards a game. But their average catch, one is 18 yards and one is 17 yards. Now that is long ball. 
So don't you think they're like USC then? Uh, well, sort of, yes. However, but the difference with USC and Washington, the way I see it, is if you watch that game, it was a perfect illustration between Washington offense and Penix and USC and Caleb. You had Penix most of the time. He was in the pocket. Yeah. Okay, so he gets in the pocket. Once in a while, he has to get out, but he gets into that pocket, and he flings it. And his line gives him the protection, and if they do, they go deep on you. That's their game. So, whereas with Oregon, they're more balanced. They run. I I bet they're 50-50, close to it. Well, and then Caleb, we all know, he's... He's scrambling but and then he, it's hero ball. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's side arming it. Game. And, yeah. And so it's a different thing. I'm just so in this game going to Washington, and Witt even said it today, we can't play good. We have to play excellent. Right. And that's true. But we have a shot if we can disrupt Penix in the pocket. That's how I see it. And then of course you have to play your gap so they can't run on you like they did USC, which we're better than USC. But if he can, if we can't put pressure on the dude, Everybody. we're in trouble, man. <laughs> Isn't that the truth? <laughs> Everybody's defense is better than USC. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, can we go up there and win? Yes. I I don't think we will. Oh, here we go. You think we're going to go up there and win? Don't be a homer. Be an actual... I'll I'll give my prediction at the end. So you have to stay with us. I'll give you my prediction. Roll Tide. (laughs) Who let the Bama fan in here? Get the Bama fan? (laughs) What the... Well, see, people... Yeah, their old line is no joke. That's the thing. This this is the battle. That's... Yeah, and I mean... Now... uh, But our D-line is great, so I don't know. Our offense, though, we have to score. Control clock and score. You know, we're not going to win 21 to 17. Okay. No. Anyone's thinking anything like no. that isn't going to happen. We're not going to hold Washington to 21 points. Texas Mike, I'm, I'm realistic. She is. <laughs> All right. No more negativity. It's fine. We'll give our prediction at the end. He's teasing it. He wants to well, let's get you the, on the hook. Do this, though. Okay. So we're going to talk about. So we're going to go play Washington. Let's let's talk then about the USC game in Washington. And in, in, in watching that game, what we're up against and what do you think we're going to have to do? Your impressions about that game and, and, and everything. I, I looked at it this way. I was a bit surprised. I'm not, I'm not, gonna, I'm not kidding. I, I thought Washington's defense would have been better than that. I agree. Uh, that did surprise me at how. But Consider again, it, we handled them. Per, it is USC, which they're all. But again, USC's offense is just about if Caleb has the time to throw, and they gave him a lot of time to throw. That game was Caleb to a T. Like he stands there for a minute, and then he scrambles everywhere, runs ten yards, and then throws it for forty, or actually throws it for like ten, and then the guy runs for forty more, like. So I was surprised that Washington missed a bunch of tackles. Well, about, yeah, Washington, that, that they did. They missed a lot of tackles. They missed some tackles. 
It was like both teams were just missing tackles all over the place. So that did surprise me because I don't feel like I saw that when they played Oregon. Maybe I'm just not remembering correctly, but their defense definitely seemed to struggle on Saturday. So what was our score? 30, what was against SC? 36 or 30. What was it? 30 exactly. something. 36, 34, something like that. Yeah. I can't remember. Somebody put it in the chat. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, and of course. 34? 34, 32, yeah, that's or what 33? It was. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> one of those. But one, they, one they of had that right. kickoff return that gave them points. USC? Yeah. When we played them? When we played them. I'm talking about when we played them. Our defense handled them quite well. So I was surprised to watch Caleb and the boys get th- be able to go through them like they did. I'm just saying. So what that did is gave me a little hope that maybe they're not as stout as the Oregon D will be. I don't know. That was one of the things. But the tackling thing, I... I they miss some tackles. They miss I mean, every tackles. game's its own entity, as we say a million times. Who knows? But uh, I was surprised that they able to give up that many against <laughs> SC. You guys are in the chat, man. You are just, you're brutal. Punt return. I'm sorry, about, James. Are you going to hold it against me? You are brutal about Caleb. <laughs> there, James. You feel better? <laughs> okay. What do you think about, well, let's talk two things, USC. What do you think about Caleb and the crying after the game? It was on TV. They're showing him in the stands, hugging his mom. He's visibly crying. Do you want to go first? You want me to give you my views about Caleb? This is interesting because anyone who's watched this show, you know I do not have any love for Caleb. I really don't. I don't like the guy. I don't like the way he handles things, whatever. But I'm not going to knock him for crying to his mom. I'm not. I can't do I. I really can't. <laughs> it was his mom. Now, I can't stand it when he sits on the sideline, won't shake anyone's hand, won't do all of that thing. But I don't know. I do think he has he doesn't know how to lose. We've talked about that a million times. He doesn't know how to lose. But I, I can't I'm not gonna bash the guy for hugging his mom. <laughs> oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> think okay. You have to put it all together. Okay. Put it all together, people. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to you. Here is the guy who everybody is saying is the number one pick. Yeah. The Heisman, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. The greatest ever. The next Mahomes, on and on. Right. That's why. Millions of dollars of endorsements. Boss walking down the catwalk. All this stuff, okay? He's the guy. Now, is this the kind of leader... Seriously, is this the kind of leader you want for your team? Number one, all you have to do is watch the dude when things are going bad, and he's over there pouting, looking like a little oh, yeah. baby. Yeah. Against Utah, he sat there on the bench 
And it did not even come and shake anybody's hands. He's done that two years in a row. Right, and went off the field. Um, now we're, talk, we're talking about the leader of the team. Okay, that, that's not much of a leader. And then they didn't even come to the press conference at that game. Yeah, did they speak to the press after the Washington game? I actually Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get to this. Okay. Because <laughs> this adds to my point. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Okay, and then so we have... Who did they... Li- I can't remember. But anyway, with the Washington game... So you, you could watch him. I get being disappointed. But when you're the leader of the team, there is some obligation upon you. And when you're supposed to be the number one pick, uh, what's your character? Win or lose. Yeah. Okay? I, I'm just saying it, it matters. People see it. People feel it on the team. All this stuff. Pouted, pouted, pouted. He finally did shake some hands. And then what does he do? This is a man's game after all. He jumps into his mommy's arms and cries like a baby? Are you freaking kidding me? That's their third, third loss of the season. They're out of it anyway. I'm just saying, okay, whatever. <laughs> I didn't. I think it's. He should have done that after the game. See his mom. Go and go get on. You know, whatever. Go I, cry to her there. I understand that. At the press conference, he wouldn't sit down. You know how they sit on the table. Yeah. He sat behind. He sat there. Weird. It was weird. He was dressed like a bum. When the dude has endorsements that he does, at least. Hey, how about a designer wet uh, sweatsuit or something? Yeah. Okay. He didn't look good. And they asked him about the, you know, how you feel. I can't remember the exact question. How you doing? He goes, uh, I want to go home and cuddle with my dog and watch some shows. Oh, I missed all this. Okay. See, I didn't know any of this. Look it up. People know. This changes my opinion. This was the leader. Sorry, Texas Mike. This changes my opinion. Dude, <laughs> you put all of that together? This guy's soft. He's well, a softy. We've been saying that for, I've been saying that for the last two years. He's so soft. Okay. Take away everything See, everybody, I said. Raise your hands. Take away everything everybody I said. Everybody agrees with me. Earlier. Raise your hands. I didn't know Look that it up. part of it. You're right. It's like, dude. No. I get the, I, I get being disappointed that you lost, but you do, you yeah. gotta. <laughs> I corrected myself. <laughs> Designer. I said sweatsuit. <laughs> Jeez, I got a crick oh, in the freaking only James, audience. Only James caught that. I need to, yeah, I do need to. A designer wetsuit would be pretty stylish on Southern Cal. <laughs> Wear that next time. At least it would be cool looking. Maybe he does have that. He is soft. He's going to get eaten alive in the NFL. Eaten alive. Look at, look at what Zach Wilson has had to go through in the NFL. Deservedly so. Right, and a lot of that is because... Zach Wilson on the field struggles, but all the other stuff off the field, everyone jumps all over it, makes fun of him, all of that stuff. And Caleb, if you if you act like that, dude, there's no no one's gonna respect you. Okay, we're on this subject. Let's let's expand it. Okay, let's expand it. We've actually had this discussion a little bit. We're just gonna we're just gonna riff it here. <clears throat> Rank the top. Five quarterbacks, four or five quarterbacks in the Pac-12 right now. If you were going to rank them. So we're going to do it two, two, two ways. <clears throat> Top quarterback in the Pac-12 right now, 
college, obviously. And then who's the most NFL ready QB? We've done this so many times. I know, but now we're we only got three know, games we've left. Only got three games left. So let's go. Well, Knicks. So you go Bo first? I do. Based on what I saw him do and just the last few weeks, I think Knicks, Penix. Knicks, Penix. Um, oh, I don't know. It, I feel like it's kind of those two and then it's dropped off. Obviously, the Fafita kid from Arizona, he's... Yeah, he's winging it around. He's had a great year. Sanders, he's still putting up big numbers. It's hard to know with him because he gets sacked 50,000 times a game. But I I don't know. I kind of feel like it's just Knicks and Penix. Okay, but I'm not just... I'm just saying if you I can't rank them. I can't, yeah. You can you rank, rank them. them. No, you, I can't. I didn't write it down anyway. He didn't put it down. I, I got to say, I'm having a tough time between Bo Nix and Penix. Deciding between the two? Deciding between the two. Because I've actually been a... You've been a huge Penix I'm guy. I'm a Penix guy, so I... A huge Penix a huge, guy. A huge Penix? <laughs> Jeez, Bryn. <laughs> you just had... I had to do it. It was like... It was just too easy. The family show, I think. Maybe <laughs> not. That was nothing profane. It's his name. Okay. I'll just... I'll say this, and it, it, it very well could ha- change from this weekend once... Washington plays Utah, and I watch it a little more closely. But after watching Bo Nix destroy us. I know. I know. Surgically destroy us. <laughs> he didn't miss. Sit he back there miss. and just. He missed I, one. I see it all. And I just pass. destroyed you. So I would go. I go Bo Nix and Penix. But that that could go. <laughs> that could go either way. I would just like to once again remind everyone that before the season, I said Caleb Williams was going to take a step back this year. That is true. And I got so much crap about it. I mean, he's still putting up huge numbers. (laughs) He is still, it's like, he's putting up huge numbers, but the cracks are just showing every single week and people are seeing that he's not. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with him, but dude. And USC just fired Alex Grinch. <laughs> Finally. Can I finish my list. No, we got to move on. I'm we finishing work. my list. Okay, go ahead. So I went Knicks, Penix. I'm still putting Caleb at three. Okay. Um, maybe Sanders and Fafita out of Arizona. Now, here's a different question, though. And Barnes? <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry. Who is NFL ready? Who is going to make it to the NFL? I mean, I'm just of these guys. I'm well, not saying they, they could make it, but I mean, who, who's going to really make it to the NFL? Who's NFL ready? Knicks and Penix. I feel like it's just those two. Caleb's going to go, obviously, but I... All of the cracks that have shown, he's too soft. He can't lose. He can't take pressure. And his style of play, he's going to get destroyed in the NFL. That's how I feel. But Yeah, I, I, I'm i impressed with Penix, the way he stands in the pocket and has the arm. He got it. He has every throw, every throw. Yeah. I mean, he does he have some touch? I don't know about that because he just he flings it around. But he made some throws that are unbelievable. And solid throws. 
Um, Nick's, I don't know about his deep ball. I mean, the ones I've seen look really good, but I would say he has a shot at it for sure. Look, I'm not... The thing with Caleb Williams, we all know he's talented. Hex, yeah, he's talented. Yeah. But it, but there's two parts to being the number one pick or the your number one quarterback. You have to be... You have to have character. You have to have some strength. And this softness that's shown forth, I don't want that dude running my team. What happens when there's 0-6 in the NFL? Is he going to cry on his mommy's shoulder? Or he's not going to go? He has to go to the po- He has to go to go the podium after every game and take the heat? He'll go home and cuddle his I, dog. I mean, I, I don't think he's got go it. Go home and cuddle his dog. He's got to go cuddle his dog after they get blown out? So, uh... no. And with Sanders, does the kid... That guy have talent? Sure, he has talent. But if you watched him lately, he's moping around. See, you can learn a lot about a guy when things aren't going your way. Oh, yeah. You can either man up, accept it, look like you're still have strength, or you can be a whiner-looking dude all whining in his brain as he walks off the field. There you go. You got that. Oh, my gosh. So where do you want to go now? Throwing the truth out. (laughs) We'll just mention the other games really fast that happened. Oregon, you destroyed Cal, which is to be expected. Oregon State beat Colorado. Arizona beat UCLA. They just keep they just keep beating people. And we yeah. have to go there next week. So we'll, talk, we'll be talking about we'll that. We'll talk about it next week. But that game is scary. Um do you want to mention the top 25, the AP? So the CFP rankings come out on Tuesdays. So unfortunately, we don't have the updated ones. So which... Notre Dame lost. They yeah. were above us. So maybe we, we, I think most everybody else won. I believe that's the case. That we're... Well, that was above us. Yeah. I mean, Oklahoma lost <laughs> against Oklahoma State. That's true. Um, and they were ahead of us. Let's see. You had Louisville. They. This is in the CFP yeah. ones from last week. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, let's see. Tennessee. They won. Oregon State won. Clemson beat Notre Dame. That's what I'm talking about. Notre Dame was. Oh 15. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Everybody else won. Here's a question for you. Will USC drop out of the CFP rankings? What were they ranked? Something like twenty. Will they drop out? I think I don't think they should. They got beat by a number five. I think they should be. Uh, you know, they're number five or in the top four. So no, I, I think they should be like twenty-five personally. But they'll have three losses at that point. Yeah, Utah. Right? We came in as thirteen on the AP. In the AP. Maybe they'll give it to us after that. I don't know. It's hard to. Re- I mean, it's hard to read that stuff, but. Yeah, so, I mean, at this point in the season, the AP poll doesn't really mean much. It's the CFP one that you really want to pay attention to. So those rankings will come out Tuesday, tomorrow. Um, Do you want to mention Joel Klatt's updated rankings? I think I've got... I mean, he's interesting. It does That has no authority on anything, obviously, but... No, he just... He knows a lot. <laughs> uh, he has Michigan at one. See, that's... I. I because I would presume that or, uh, Ohio State will stay at one because they were on the, the CFP. CFP. Mm-hmm. 
He has Georgia yeah. two, Ohio State three. He has Washington at four. And he has Oregon at five. And then, then he has Florida State at six. See, I, I prefer, I like that lineup much better. I think that's fairer, to be honest. And then he has Texas, Alabama. Alabama's, you know, they're playing pretty good ball right now. Is our Bama fan still in the chat? <laughs> Penn State and Ole Miss. Were you surprised that Ohio State was ranked first instead of Georgia in the CFP? I was. I was too, actually. I was. I just, I, I don't know how you can do that until, okay, they say, well, they haven't played anybody. Well, all right. Georgia hasn't lost in like 50 years. <laughs> that's what it feels like. <laughs> yeah, that's what it feels like. They're undefeated in two years. <laughs> yeah. Beyond that, I don't know what it was beyond that. I mean, it, it's. I think the last time they lost was in. Yeah, two it years It wasn't ago. last year, uh-uh. so it must have been the year before. I don't think it was even then. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm just saying they're still really good. And and Ohio State, what's odd to me is that their defense is actually, I'm not saying it's not been good, but it's really good this year. And their quarterback is where some of the questions are. He certainly knows C.J. Stroud. By the way, if anyone watched C.J. Stroud rip it up yesterday, mm-hmm. that's the guy. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't surprise me. I don't think anyone that watched Ohio State or college ball knew that guy was something else. But – I don't know. I'd, I would have stayed with Georgia. So Michigan plays Penn State this weekend. Ooh. Yeah, but Penn State. They played good they, last week. Uh, they struggled against Ohio State, though, when they played them Yeah, a they few didn't weeks look good ago. at all. But that's so a I huge know, game. But that's a huge game. I'd kind of love to see Michigan lose. <laughs> Put some chaos in I there. I too. I want I them out. S- I want to see a Pac-12 team. Bring the Pac-12 teams in. Yeah, get in the top four. Get one of those Big Ten teams out. They shouldn't have two. In the top four, put one of the Pac-12 teams in there. Okay. Um, do you want to do some yes, no, maybe so's really fast? Yeah. Let's do some. Yes, no, maybe so. Let's I don't. Do you some, have some? I just have a couple. All and right. if you have some in the chat, you can throw them in there. Um, will Georgia three-peat this year, you think? No. I say no. No. I don't feel like they – I could actually see them getting beat in the first round of the playoffs. I don't feel like their team is the same. <laughs> Gary, you love Michigan? What? That's when James. That James loves Michigan. James loves Michigan. No, I don't think Georgia's <laughs> going to three-peat. No. That I don't, seems pretty – the consensus I don't know that, who it is exactly. I don't think – I don't think Georgia takes it this year. But, hey – Will a Pac-12 quarterback win the Heisman? Yes. Ooh, just a straight yes. Ab- absolutely. You got the best QBs. I don't know. I I worry that they'll they'll do some weird thing and give it to some random SEC player or something like that. I don't know how you can do that. But you got Penix and Bo Nix. One of those guys. I. I you think it's one of them? One of those I do two. actually. If it keeps rolling like this, say say it kept rolling and they're, and they're the teams in the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. For them to get there, both those guys will have good numbers. One of them, I mean, come on. Maybe the. I remember us kind of making fun of the whole Knicks for Heisman like campaign they were doing at the beginning of the season. We're like, that stuff doesn't really matter. Maybe it's going to actually matter. 
<laughs> I still year. think, for me, I still think Penix, though, it just uh, he's had kind of a head start on Bo Nix, what you're saying. I know Bo Nix is having a fantastic season. But, I mean, I had the stats up here. Michelle, yeah, Caleb, he's not winning this year, so he will be crying about it again. So, in as far as quarterback passer rating, Bo Nix is one. I'm talking Pac-12, so I'm not talking the entire uh, country, but Bo Nix is one, and passer rating Caleb Williams is two, and Penix is three. But if you look at um, yards, I think Penix leads the – the country, 3,200-something yards. Um, then Caleb Williams and then Bo Nix. But the thing about Bo Nix is his completion percentage is 78%. It's, it's almost like 8 out of 10 balls are completed when he throws. So you have to put all that stuff together. Yeah. Now, I understand his are not as deep. We've already mentioned that. But I don't care. 8 out of 10 balls, that's, that's impressive. Okay. Will Lincoln Riley... Be coaching at USC next year. Yes, you're a yes. I'm a no. I don't think he is. I think really? he's gone. Yeah, I bet he leaves. Caleb's gonna go to the NFL. I bet he leaves. You think he's gonna be there? Yeah. Grinch was garbage. Well, but he's the fall guy. He's the. He, what'll happen is, yeah, Grinch is gone. That's why we're we're no good. Except. The thing is, Riley's never had a good defense, even when he was at Oklahoma. That's just kind of his calling card. Yeah. Our offense is just going to destroy you, so I don't have to worry about that. That's why I've said he's not a great head coach. But I think I, – I get that, but you still have to look at his <laughs> record. Isn't Is it horrible? I know. I just don't think he is great at managing it all. Hey, you go, you go to a major – see, this is the thing. You go to USC – when you go to USC, and the reason they brought him in was to at least win the Pac-12. Yeah. But their aim is to get back to the old days of competing for number one, or winning the championship. That's the thing. I did see somebody tweet this out about, and I'm sorry, I can't remember who tweeted it, but with Caleb Williams, <laughs> you're, us- you're wasting this guy's Heisman-level talent. He's never going to even win a conference championship, he's never going to win a playoff game, he's never going to win a national championship. And yes, everyone in the chat is trolling us right he's now. He's not going to the Raiders. And saying that Caleb and Lincoln are going to go to the Raiders. There's no way the Raiders are even The Raiders aren't even that stupid. Listen to what you just said. Of course they are that stupid. I don't even think you can be that I mean, I don't think Mark Davis I, whatever. Of course they're that Mark stupid. Davis. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, the Raiders fired their coach, hallelujah, and then they won yesterday. They're smoking blunts. They smoke <laughs> blunts in the locker room. Those weren't cigars, my friends. Cigars. Those were some weird-looking cigars in that locker room. Now, that's Raider ball, though. See right there? That's Raider ball. So, win a game, smoke blunts. They are that stupid. What? That they would, <laughs> they would pick up Caleb and Lincoln Riley. And you know what? If they came in there and all of a sudden we won games, I'd be okay with it. As stupid as Mark Davis's haircut, absolutely. You know what? Carola it's so virus. dumb looking. I kind of so respect it. <laughs> Don't you though? No. The dude is like, how old is he? He's Sixty-eight. 
freaking smoke and show of still, a girlfriend, though. Hey. See, money, he's not as dumb as you think he is. Money talks. Money does. I, that is so unfair. <laughs> you can look like that. And get a hot chick and wife get, or girlfriend. Excuse me, girlfriend. Yeah, she's probably just a girlfriend. He's not stupid. He's not going to. Money, money. Money can make anybody look hot. He's so dumb. He's is that not true? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> You can be the ugliest human being, but if you're loaded in cash. Thank you, KCU. It's like the eyeballs fog over. And you go, oh, you're hot because you're rich. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. It there is what some, it is. There's some more wisdom. There's the wisdom from the Utah Football Fans podcast. We covered all. Uh Rose, I apologize. This is a what weird she show. Say? She's saying that James can't ever leave ever again because we've gone <laughs> off the rails. All right, let's give our <laughs> predictions. I don't want to give a prediction. Okay, let me say this. Okay, be thinking. So did I hear right that the Pac-12 championship game is sold out already? I Yes, I saw that today. I mean, they give the allotment to the teams, but I think the tickets that you can just go on and buy yourself <laughs> – Apparently have been sold out. <laughs> we I'm have, not surprised. You know what? We have tickets. We do have tickets. We bought a bunch of tickets. So <laughs> anyone who's kind and wants to go, <laughs> that is if Utah doesn't make it. We have tickets. But I'm going anyway. Are you going? I think so. I. It's like it's the last one. Whoever ends up making it, it's going to be an amazing game. So I probably will go. So, um, all right, prediction time. Let's do it. Flush, don't even put that in the universe. I'm not going to spill my drink, and I'm going to put the lid on right now because <laughs> you just said that. Yeah, don't spill that thing. And Brett has a VIP booth. Are you going to invite oh, us? What the heck? <laughs> Can we come? One dollar, thanks, man. To the I, VIP I booth? I can't even get a pack of bubble gum with that. <laughs> it's still nice. <laughs> Appreciate that, though. Okay, prediction. prediction you time. go. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Here's my honest prediction. I don't know <laughs> if I can. He can't do it. I don't know if I can say it. Are you going to be a homer? Okay. Do I? Can I give a homer? No. And a, and an honest. <laughs> no. <laughs> the thing is, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's what's going to be. It's 41 uh 28 uh for Washington. That's how I see it. Having said that, having said that, I'm saying is if we can come out and we're at our top of our game and our D can cause them some problems in their passing game and we're able to run the ball we can do it, as some of these other scores in, like, Arizona State showed, and even Stanford, for that matter. Yeah. So, no, do I think, I mean, if I'm going to bet on it, yeah, I'd go with Washington. Johnny C, 65-17. No. You oh, geez, dude. Our, our defense should be able to prevent that, I All sure right, Flush, hope. I'm going with Flush Jackson. It's 38-35 <laughs> Utah. I'm with him. No, I think... 35-24 for the Huskies. God, sickening. 
I know. I'd love it. I hope I'm wrong again. I hope I'm wrong. But this is a tough one. And going up there to play, it's a hard place to play. It just, you know, it is what it is. It's fun. We shall see. But we will be back next week. Keeping the faith, though. I'm keeping the faith. If you're going, please have fun. (laughs) Hope it's beautiful and sunny and not raining. I'm jealous. I know. I wish I was going. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us. It's always good. We'll We'll be back here. James, you're not here to be the homer, so you're getting the realistic. Okay, James, give us your score. The Let everybody see it. Predictions. Don't give us this crap. Let's see it. <laughs> Lay it out there. I don't know. Okay, see, he's chicken. He's not. He's not giving us the score. <laughs> he's decided to just not give. We know what he's going to choose. He'll give his homer score. Oh, we missed. Where it. is it? We miss. Sorry, we're kind of busy here chatting. We miss some things. Nancy, oh. 24-23 is what James has. It's just ridiculous. Nancy, we kind of did away with that. It got us into some trouble. What was it? She asked what happened to the Jackass Award. <laughs> we haven't done it really this year. I know. We, we had some people got offended, you know, and we don't want to offend anybody. I don't know. It just kind of slipped away. It just kind of went away. Okay, well. Oh. Going into the smoke lodge, Carolavirus. Have I, fun. I, I could use. You know what? I could use it. Take my Indian blanket into the smoke lodge. Ah, oh, that would be relaxing, wouldn't it? <sighs> Saturday, one thirty p.m. Mountain Time, twelve thirty p.m. Pacific Time, on Fox. Go use. Go use. Let's do it. Let's I still think use. we're gonna. We can do it. Have fun, Canuck Jared, that you're driving down to the game. I'm jealous. I know, man. Jealous, jealous, jealous.